My name is Nikki Brown. I'm speaking from the 1027 Healing Partnership. Today I'm having a conversation with Robert Lino about WIF, what it takes to heal. A series of conversations about crisis and resiliency. Tell us about the series, how it has evolved, and how you see the relevance, especially in today's environment. Uh, the series have been in the making even before the pandemic. We talked about how to start a conversation, but uh, with the pandemic, it, it became alien because we wanted people to share stories of how they uh, overcame their difficulties so that also others will hear it and maybe they'll pick out a piece in that story that will help them uh, you know, come out of their problems because mostly when people tell stories, it's just like you're you're weaving a blanket and everybody brings in a different thread. And if we tell different stories, somebody might pick a single thread that means a lot to him or her. And it is that thread that he or she is going to use it to pull himself or herself out of the situation that he or she finds himself in. And it's especially a timely situation dealing with COVID-19, where people are experiencing crises in unique ways. Can you share a personal story, either recently or some time ago? Tell us your experience in coping. My, my experience in coping goes way back to my childhood. Growing up in a country like South Sudan, there was a, a lot of problems. There's a war going on, and as a child, you have to live your life as a child. But one thing that kept me grounded and find hope in any situation, no matter how bad it is, is the fact that my dad always keeps on reminding me that you're gonna fall down many times. But forget about falling down. Just think about how you're gonna get up. Since uh, I was a child, I knew that I was going to fall down many times, but it is not how I fell down. And I just focus on how do I get up. And that mindset that my dad put into, into my mind helped me a lot in any situation. I would say like, okay, it's bad, but it's not gonna be bad forever. I have to find a ray of hope. And it is that ray of hope that makes me always get up. And it is always about getting up that keeps me moving, no matter how bad the situation is. Oh, that sounds a lot like uh, resiliency. Yeah, uh, by then I didn't know what resiliency is, but now that I work here, and when I grew up, I, I realized that my dad did not tell me that being resilient is finding a way of getting up. Now that. Um, I'm a grown man and I work in a resiliency center. I realized that my dad was teaching me how to be resilient, but he didn't tell me how, but he just told me that you have to be resilient. My mother used to say, this too shall pass. And at some point, I don't know if that was her denial or whether that was resiliency, but that ability to bounce back to recover. I know they're doing a lot of studies on whether you were born with that or whether you can learn that. 
do you have any thoughts about whether you can learn how to cope and how to bounce back with resiliency? I, I think that we as human beings have the capability to learn. And as a child, I was taught how, how to be resilient. It was my dad who taught me how, how to be resilient. So I, I do believe that we all have the capability to bounce back. And there, there are some people that, that to me, I think these are outliers, people who naturally, they can just get up or bounce back no matter how bad things are. This is that small group of people. But for the majority of us, we just learn. And you know, when you see a duck swimming in a pool, the duck is calm, but underneath, the legs are moving back and forth, back and forth. But when you see the duck physically, it doesn't show that, oh, I'm scared or I'm working very hard to stay afloat. And to me, that is how parents or people in position of power teach others how to be how to be resilient or how to bounce back. You work very hard, but you show people that we are moving forward. And that way everybody can learn. But based on my experience, I think we all have the capability to learn. Uh, so it sounds as though your father had a lot to do with your ability to bounce back. Are there any other people in your life that um, you can think of who've helped with resiliency and help you heal from any conflict and crisis? My uncle, who uh, my my dad's uh, older brother, he has a different view of the world compared to my dad. My dad is on the right and he goes to the left totally. So with him, Whenever I got into a fight or I got hurt and I start crying, he'll always tell me, you don't have to cry in public. Then when everybody leaves and when I'm with him, he will tell me that, you know, sometimes when you cry, that anger always come out, but you have to find a corner that you have to cry there. That totally is opposite to what my dad thinks because my dad thinks that whatever happens to you at that moment, if you have to express that, about 45%. But at the end of the day, I spend maybe of my time with my uncle because anytime I get a time, I'll run to his house because he doesn't live far away from us. And he gives me the other side of life and my dad gives me another side of life. So when I put those two together, I kind of just thread in the middle and see what works at that moment and I just pick it up. So he was like a safe haven for you and he taught you pretty much how to self-regulate during those situations. Yeah, my, my, my uncle is, is well known among his peers to be somebody who is tough. and. Even though he's a tough person and he doesn't show weakness in public, but when you sit down with him, he always tell you very funny stories, things that happened to him, and he will act tough in public, but when he's by himself, he will go just over what happened to him. My, my dad showed me the, the side of life that it's not bad to forgive.
it's not bad to feel sad or show your emotions but my uncle also showed me that sometimes you just have to stand your ground are there any techniques that you can think of to help people during while you're asking questions during your series um, in terms of healing self-healing or communal healing well one one of the things that I I do and maybe just what my dad put on me is just listen so when I eat when I interview people I will I will give them a run through of the questions that I'm going to ask, and I will ask them which questions uh, that they don't feel comfortable answering. And when they tell me the questions that they don't feel comfortable answering, I will strike those questions out. Then I will reframe uh, my questions. And when I do reframe my questions, I I always try to make sure that the first two questions that I ask is to make the person comfortable and once they are comfortable as a, as a lead I will make sure that I will follow them instead of me leading the questions that I will ask once I found out which part of it they are comfortable I will let them go forward and I will just follow well thank you Robert for sharing your project and your personal stories today Thank you very much and I hope that when this project gets out there, people will learn out of it and the main idea is let us share our stories because our experiences help others. So true. Thank you.